this thing started. Thank you for tuning in to Muse by Mariah, the podcast where we dive deep into discussing mind, body, and soul. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Muse by Mariah, the podcast. I know it's been a minute. I have been working on some stuff and I am dropping this episode on the day of my website relaunch. And if you were wondering, I kind of felt like, I don't know, I was just over the pink. I love the neutral tones of my podcast cover. So I wanted the site to really match that more. And I have a new Instagram for Muse by Mariah, which is going to be posting a lot more content than my personal but you can follow both. I will drop those handles at the end of this episode. So let's get right into it. Today, we are going to be discussing dealing with drama. And I'm not just talking about situations. I'm talking about the people who feed off of drama. And we all know at least one person in our life like this. And it could even be ourselves. I have had this episode in my archives for months now. Not even this was way before I even had my podcast. This was going to be an article and I'm so glad that I pushed it until I have the podcast so I can talk about it. And I've actually come to the realization that a lot of people who were close to me are these kinds of people. So I just have a lot more information to go into it and I was really not excited, I guess, excited to research this topic. And I found out a lot of cool scientific information about these people. Because honestly, I just thought these kinds of people were just like this way. And I never thought about the psychological aspect behind it. But let me tell you, there is a ton of scientific information that goes into people who feed off of drama, drama magnets. And what I mean about drama magnets is there's actually a couple ways that we can go about this because there's different kinds of personality traits for drama magnets. And the first one, which might be the most abundant, is the person who always thinks of the worst possible outcome. Something is always wrong. Even if nothing's wrong at all, they will find something to be wrong. And just because these people find something to always be wrong, they still seek advice. They still will seek emotional support. They will seek empathy, sympathy from you, from others. They will seek advice from even professional therapists. But about 99% of the time, they will not take it. Honestly, they will never take your advice. So that leads us into the next type of person is... The person who involves you in their drama, they kind of drain you mentally, emotionally, and sometimes even physically. You can feel exhausted because they bring you into their drama. Even if you're not an empath, even if you're not the type of person who carries others' weight, they will still find a way to bring you down. And this happens because these people are 
literally excited for this drama. They are living off of it. They're thriving from these drama situations and they like people to thrive with them as well. It almost in a way kind of becomes an addiction. And when this kind of person finds someone else who also thrives off of drama, it just creates more chaos. And then lastly, I feel like this kind of person kind of just like catches you by surprise. Because when I was doing my research on this, I was like, I remember being put into certain situations by these type of drama magnets that I didn't realize it in the moment. So that last one is the person who they feed off of other dramas in order to create a distraction for what they have going on in their life. And this kind of drama magnet kind of, I don't know, I feel like is uh, not to be explicit, but is the most fucked up one because these people have their own shit going on. But instead, they want to revel on others in order to make their life seem better than what it actually is. And that, after looking at everything, that was the best way that I could summarize the three because they are all very different, but they all are attached to the same thing, which is drama. So because we've gone over the three different drama magnets, just take a moment and see if anybody comes to your head. Honestly, they probably would have already came to your mind. And if not one person came to your mind, then maybe you should do a little bit of self-reflecting, not saying you're a drama magnet, but just do a little bit of self-reflecting just so we can, you know, eliminate that and make sure that we aren't one of these people. What science says about these kinds of people who feed off a drama is that they could suffer from a multiple personality disorder. Now, I'm not going to get into the minuscule details of the scientific research behind people who love drama because, disclaimer, I am not a science person in any aspect at all. So, but what I am going to say is some of the personality disorders that they had mentioned and they, there was multiple websites that I looked at, um, and they all classified them under the cluster B personalities and cluster B personalities are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional or unpredictable thinking or behavior. And just to name a few of the personality disorders that are classified as cluster B, are antisocial personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, and narcissistic personality disorder. This was the most shocking to me because I know, I would say about a handful of people that are like this, like actually know, not just know of. And I never once thought that there could be a mental illness behind it. So it kind of just made me be like, hmm, it makes sense, but I'm not going to base my previous situations off of this knowledge that I just found out now. So now we come to the question of how to deal with it. And if it was up to me, I would tell you to just cut those fuckers off. (laughs) 
because that's the easy way out. But I'm going to give you a step-by-step or you can just take what resonates, whatever. And let me get this straight. Yes, I may have taken the easy way out, but it was better for my mental health. And I am ultimately very, very happy. I put 120% into these people and they gave me negative 50% in return. It was doing nothing for me, no matter what the situation was and no matter how close we were. But we also need to think of whoever came to your mind when I had asked earlier in the episode of someone who might have fit the descriptions of the three drama magnets, we have to think about what kind of relationship we're dealing with. Is it a love relationship who might be a drama magnet? Friendship? Family member? Or is it a coworker even? The first major thing for me was setting boundaries, um, allowing people to express themselves in a way, but to kind of keep them at an arm's distance to make sure that it wouldn't affect me. And I'll be honest with you, I did this for a while. I found that it worked for me. I, I'm i not an empath to begin with, but I do let certain things affect me, especially if it's with people who I love and I'm really close with. So this was a major step for me trying to not even acknowledge what was going on and hopefully like we can just have a conversation about it get over it and like move forward but if the person doesn't really work like that which was in my case they will keep digging at you and digging at you until they get a response because that's what they want so if it does get to this point the next thing that we can do is to take a step back to look at the situation. Is it real? Is the situation real? Or is there something that was manufactured? Are they, you know, being dramatic or emphasizing something that didn't happen necessarily? If this situation is real, let's say there's an issue at work and something happens where someone's like being too much and like, oh, over the top about it, then yeah, there's a solution that needs to be found. But if the situation is manufactured, then the best way to react is to not react. Just keep it cool and it'll pass eventually. This can definitely be easier said than done because I feel like in love relationships, it's a lot harder to deal with. And that could be because I know this phrase gets thrown around a lot, but being toxic in a relationship and dealing with your significant other who is constantly looking for a fight, constantly looking for problems, how can you just like let it pass? Like that's not really a thing. People who continue to remain in toxic relationships Ultimately, I can't, I mean, I can speak for my personal past experience. I can't speak for everyone. But for me, it was because I felt comfortable. I didn't want to experience whatever that was with anyone else because I knew this person inside and out. 
And I just didn't want to take the time to get to know anybody else. So I stood with what was comfortable for me. And I'm not going to lie either. I was extremely toxic for a long period of time in my life. And I was that girl who was always looking for fights, always trying to create drama. And I know that took a really hard toll on my partner. But the only thing that I can say is that I've grown from it. No, I don't see us being romantically together again, but I'm okay with that. And the lessons have been learned and I'm saving my better self for someone else. It's also so important if you are in a relationship, I know it's so hard because all you see is hearts and rainbows and fucking sunshine and shit. So it's hard to see and really acknowledge the red flags. But it's important to try to see if your partner is taking advantage of the emotional highs and lows, the emotional roller coaster. Are they thriving off of that? Are they wanting to have makeup sex pretty often? Just just something to think about. And then dealing with um, any kinds of the drama magnets when it's really close friends or family is difficult at first because, you know, they're if they were close to you, it's going to be difficult to just let them go. Like I said, in the first step to just cut those fuckers off. Right. But it takes time. And if you make it through all these steps and you see no changes on the other side, then ultimately result back to step number one. And I can also tell you this, that people who feed off of drama and who always look for drama, always, you know, drama magnets. If they see that you're not a drama magnet and that you're not acknowledging their dramatic situation that they're going through, then you're going to be next on their list. You're going to become a victim. And that's when it's time to result back to number one. Cut those fuckers off. To kind of slowly end this episode... The biggest thing to take away from this is how you respond. You have a choice on how you want to respond. And obviously, everyone's situation is unique. The way you respond to the situation is unique as well. So take into the three points that I just mentioned and kind of do a little bit of self-reflecting. Self-reflect on yourself if you're the drama magnet and self-reflect on the person who is the drama magnet and whether that relationship is even worth keeping anymore. While drama may be entertaining and thrilling for these people, it can also cause so much pain for us, people like us who don't want that. So yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. This episode was... I don't know. I kind of feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. I... I'm self-reflecting currently about doing this episode and I know the way that I used to react not even not even like two years ago I was a completely different person and now I want absolutely nothing to do with drama like I just would rather not 
not saying that that's the case for everyone and it's really not that easy, but I really wish that peace and light unto all of you guys. And like I had mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I have a new Instagram for Muse by Mariah and that is Muse by Mariah underscore. So make sure you like, follow, comment, DM, whatever, and stay tuned for new articles that are going to be posted on the site weekly. Thanks, guys.